0: Hey, everybody, it is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and Aftershocks TV. And before I give you this next episode, I want to at least give you the chance to get my awesome book, Cause and Effect Metallica. It's about the Black Album, my experiences when it came out as a kid, which you can imagine are pretty funny, uh, as well as how it changed the way music is portrayed, what heavy music is on the radio, how it divided the fan base, everything. It's a cool book. It's a short read. It's quick. It's cheap. Get it over at ChrisAikenbooks.com, ChrisAikenbooks.com, or, of course, you can order it at Amazon. All right? Cool enough. Let's get to the episode that you came to see.
1: From the Rise release, that is Hair of the Dog with I Can't Fight You, a band that uh, I pushed heavily when they were uh, out and about uh, trying to make a name for themselves. Now they were trying to bring that style of rock back. And uh, back in the late nineties, when uh, Cinderella uh, got back together, as well as rat, right. They had the opportunity to uh, uh, be a support act for both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was big, big fan of, uh, the guys of hair of the dog. I got to know those guys personally. I I love their music. I went to see them on several occasions. Sure. And, uh, unfortunately, you know, it's just too little, too, too little, too late. Just not yeah. enough support out there for a band like that.
0: Yeah. They were nice guys. They were, they were
1: really nice guys. All sure of them still really are.
0: Nice. I'm sure they still are. I haven't
1: talked to any of them in years though. I lost track of all of them. Uh, they're, uh guitarist john sepettis uh he was from like the detroit area and uh he had to leave the band because he was suffering some kind of um like tendonitis or or carpal tunnel or something to where he was ineffective in being able to play guitar right and uh then they on the drums they had gotten uh, mike dupke who went on to join wasp right later on Mm-hmm. And uh, he was on drums for a while. And um, their their lead vocalist uh, Ryan Cook. I'm not sure what he's doing these days.
0: He but. he's doing something. Um. Ba-ba-bum, 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 ba-ba-bum. No, not that guy. Let me look him up real quick because he is actually doing something.
1: Real friendly guy. Real talented. Good vocalist. Good good performer.
0: Yeah, he's in Gene Simmons's band.
1: Oh yeah. Mhm. What does he do? He plays guitar. Okay. And Then uh boot, uh the bassist he he was uh he was a very cool guy. Yeah? No, all they of,
0: they, dude, they were all
1: cool. Yeah, they were all good guys, man.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and, and talented and and put out three really good records and you know, at, at least I think there was three, right? Cut There's up, rise was self-titled was the second one.
1: Yep. Um, I can't remember what the second one was called. I'll tell you here in just a second. Rise, self-titled and ignite ignite.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were solid. I like those guys a lot mm-hmm. really nice. I, I met them once and they could not, you know, they, they acted like they knew me their
1: whole life and I'm sure they did for you as well. You know, they, just, yeah, they, they opened for motorhead too. Right. I, I saw them at the Agora with motorhead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, that's when I got a couple of those IDs out in the parking lot of the Agora. Sure. After they're set. Surprised but,
0: they've never like put it together just to do like a one-off, hmm. you know, here or there or something, or maybe they have, and we just never heard about it.
1: Yeah. And of course the other band that, uh, unfortunately didn't do more than one record was that new American shame. I love those guys too.
0: It's Jeff Redding from new <laughs> American shame.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those guys were really good. I, I hung out with them on a couple of occasions and sure. they, they opened up for Megadeth at uh, the Akron Civic. Yeah, they were solid. Along with Static X, which was really weird. It was Megadeth, <laughs> Static X, and and uh, um, New American Shame. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I hung out. Randy, Randy, Rockin' Randy and I hung out with them a little bit Sure. on their bus and stuff. It was, it was fun. Those guys were good. I, I love that album. Still love it to this day. Did Randy do the the finger snaps? Oh yeah. He was, he was all about it. Dude, he was all about it. Randy. Yeah. He, he loved the fact that, uh, they, the, the, yeah, man, come back on our bus and chill, man. Really? Yeah. Ooh. He loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good. That, that album is kick ass though. That's a great album.
1: It is just straight ahead. Rock. It's just mm-hmm. a rock album. So I, anyway.
0: I pull that out at least once a year and give that a little
1: listen. Yeah, I did. I, I love it. I, I just, it's just, it's just very familiar, but yet unique there now. See, there's a band who took a familiar sound, like an ACDC ish sound, mm-hmm. but then they made it their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Me too. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything? Otherwise I have
0: something. I monopolized last one. You do this one. We'll, we'll trade tonight. How's All that? All right. Like? Well,
1: one of your favorite bands. Okay. One of your all time favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh Metallicash. Yes. They were doing a um virtual show. Right. For something called BlizzCon.
0: BlizzCon. Oh, the I, I'm aware of the company. Yeah.
1: BlizzCon.
0: Blizzard. Blizzard is like a, a big gaming company.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So they were doing a virtual show for, uh, for BlizzCon. Okay. And they were, you know, streaming it via Twitch. Okay. All right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, apparently Twitch got twitchy about Metallica playing their own tunes. <laughs> okay. So they streamed the video of them playing, but then they played some like Unlicensed or, you know, like unlicensed or unlicensed royalty, music. free music, royalty, free music over the concert <laughs> of Metallica or Metallica. Oh my God. Metallica, Metallica tried rocking out in front of millions of viewers watching their virtual concert, but the platform hosting their set got cold feet and they muzzled them to cover their own ass. <sighs> This is pretty hilarious. James Hatfield and company were performing earlier Friday for BlizzCon, a gaming convention put on by Blizzard Entertainment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which often uses Twitch to host its festivities. And Metallica was booked for a pandemic-friendly gig. Okay. When it was their time to shred. It appears that the administration team at Twitch played it safe and muted their set for a bunch of people who were streaming it from they're from their website instead of for whom the bell tolls, a lot of people heard some cheesy generic eight-bit folk music, <laughs> which had the exact opposite vibe Metallica was trying to communicate, low-key and chill. <laughs> That's awesome. Based on a different user who were monitoring the set live, it appears that the concert was heard just fine as is through Blizzard's official YouTube and Twitch page, but on Twitch's homepage, you would only hear Zelda-esque tunes. Oh God. Twitch reportedly dubbed over Metallica's entire performance. And what's being speculated is that they did it over copyright concerns.
0: Did they really think that Metallica was going to file a copyright infringement complaint about playing their own music?
1: Uh, Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: I think they could probably even beat that in court. Don't you think? You would think. If the band is actually doing the performance on video on their video stream. Now, maybe you can't leave it
1: up, yeah, you know, or record, you know, for recording or, or, or whatever. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see that if they, if they streamed it live and took it down, you know, didn't leave it up so that people could listen to it for the next year and a half, but for fuck's sake, every Metallica concert ever played is on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, Metallica releases every concert they play on YouTube. They're all on YouTube. Twitch is Uh, just being pussies on this one.
1: In case you hadn't heard, a lot of Twitch gamers and streamers have been getting hit with uh, DMCA takedown requests.
0: Because
1: they were playing parts of songs they didn't own the rights to or the whole thing. It's been a big Twitch issue throughout 2020. The irony is, is Metallica was instrumental in forming the current DMCA laws in this country due to lawsuits that they spearheaded against Napster uh, and other file sharing services from the early 2000s. Sorry. It was a big thing back then.
0: So it's their fault.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're just playing within their construct. Yeah,
0: just stop it. This is Twitch being cowards.
1: Yeah, well, that's basically what it boiled down to.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's funny though. Yeah. Boy, I'd have been pissed if I'd been waiting like all day or whatever to, to watch this Metallica set. And then all of a sudden it fucking turned into f- the legend of Zelda music or something. Right, right. Jesus Christ. Well,
1: obviously they, they mentioned that there were other places you could actually hear it or see it. Yeah. So, but on that particular platform, they said, Nope.
0: I'm sure it'll be on live tomorrow. That's funny though. Ah, whatever. I'd still rather, I'd rather hear a, a video of them from like nineteen eighty eight playing, sure, instead of twenty twenty one. God knows they might have done like that reworked version of whatever that song was that they did. <laughs> Remember that? Ooh. Yes. Ooh, yeah.
1: Now nah, we'll pass. All right. Well, here's here's a oddball type thing. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that you uh, recall. Everybody knows if you're a fan of the style of music, the, the hard melodic rock of the eighties,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: George Lynch, what is he synonymous with wh- as far as his guitar is concerned?
0: Oh, that, that monster guitar, whatever it's called, the bones. The Mr. The Mr. Scary.
1: Bones, Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Scary. Right. It's his Mr. Scary guitar. You know, he, you know, that's kind of what he's known for aside mm-hmm. from the tiger stripe guitars. Right. But, uh, anyway, a man builds a guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton and he he uses it to play black metal.
0: (laughs) How, how very, how very Norwegian of him.
1: Yes. So, so this guy actually has a real Mr. Scary guitar. Yeah. No kidding. Jesus. Can you, can you find any photos of it?
0: I'm looking right now. Let's find this. Um, Real Mr. Scary guitar, black metal.
1: let find me some images. His, his name one. is his name is Prince Midnight. Is the guy? That's what he calls himself, anyway. Prince Midnight. Yeah. Or maybe I'll take Mr. Scary out here and i Prince Prince Midnight uh, skeleton guitar. Look at this boob.
0: Oh boy, let's see. Open a new tab. Let's crank this down here. All right, here we go. Share, share. Boom, 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 boom. boom.
1: Share. Yep, that's it. What a tool bag. That's a real. That's his uncle's body. <laughs> now you, you gotta wonder how can that be legal. Oh, they release the body of the family. I guess you do whatever you want. Uh, yeah. I, I, how is that not desecrating a body? I, again, he's in another country, so I don't know what their laws are, but right. it sounds bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But, but he, he's, you know, up George Lynch with, uh, you know, you, you got this carved out bot, this carved out skeleton guitar. I got a mm-hmm. real one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lynch,
1: you phony. <laughs> uh, we all like, uh, an electric guitar fitted with a nice bone nut and saddle, but how about one that's just well bones mm-hmm. meet Mr. YouTuber Prince midnight who constructed a guitar with the body built from an actual human skeleton. Great. The skeleton, uh, as Prince midnight tells guitar world belonged to his uncle, Philip who passed away in, in 1990s in Greece. Okay. He, he originally donated his skeleton to the local college and was medically prepared for the school, Midnight says. But after 20 years, he ended up in a cemetery my family had to pay rent on, like literally in a wooden box. It's a big, a big problem in Greece because of the orthodoxy religion doesn't want people cremated. Prince Midnight proceeded to contact the proper authorities, including the State Department and the State Attorney's Office, in order to uh, repatriate his uncle's remains. So I got the box of bones from Greece and didn't know what to do at first, bury them, cremate them, put them in the attic. All seems like poor ways to memorialize someone who got me into heavy metal. And so Prince Midnight decided to turn his uncle into a guitar, which is crazy unsurprisingly proved to be challenging after doing plenty of research he even consulted with two people at dean guitars in florida who eventually got cold feet midnight built the guitar dubbed the philip skelecaster
0: oh come on the skelecaster
1: caster. that's terrible As for the biggest challenge, making sure it was actually playable. Prince Midnight said the hardest part about building the instrument is constructing it in a way that it will stay in tune. Uh, Regarding the Skeleton's uh, guitar performance, Midnight says that it plays fine, though it also has its quirks. You have to strum inside of the rib cage so there's no sweeping chords like Pete Townsend of The Who. You can only strum... As wide as the ribs will allow, there's a certain unexplainable quality to it, he said. Oh yeah, I'll bet. I believe part of my Uncle Flip is still there, literally and figuratively, just a warm presence, maybe enjoying his next life as a total metal guitar.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He continues now, Uncle Flip can share uh for all eternity. That's how he would have wanted it. I'm super proud of the project and how it serves to honor him, his life, and his influence on me. To hear Uncle Flip in action, check out Prince Midnight's cover of Dark Thrones' 1994 black metal classic, Transylvania Hunger. Wait a minute.
0: I must see and hear this. YouTube. Let's go there. What
1: Transylvanian Hunger.
0: Prince Midnight. Transylvanian Hunger. Let's see what we got here. Oh, here he is. Wait a minute. I must see this fucking turd playing this. Hold on. Let's flip the screen here. Share. Share screen. Bah, 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 bah. Where are we at here? Transylvanian Hunger. Dark Throne. See, unlike Metallica, we're going to play this, and we're not worried about getting a strike. So now the, the the scariest part about this whole thing is that uncle whatever his name is is going to be sentenced to life to sounding like shit.
1: Yeah. It's Uncle Philip.
0: Uncle Philip. Yeah, uncle the, the
1: Uncle Philip the caster.
0: What a turd. <laughs> And I bet when he was doing this, he's like, this is going to be cool, man.
1: Yeah, Bad man.
0: This is going to be the coolest of the cool dude. Yeah.
1: This is nothing more metal than this. Boy.
0: All I know is that Wolfgang Van Halen missed the opportunity to build the Frankenstein, the real Frankenstein with Eddie's Eddie's rib cage. Yeah. Could have hooked that right up. Sure. Taking Eddie's rib cage, repainted it red with some white stripes across it. That would have been sweet.
1: Use his trach ring as a pick.
0: Use that half tongue as a whammy.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: If Uncle Philip was still intact, he could have used his penis as a whammy. Yeah. <laughs> whammy dick.
0: Yeah. And if he did, I'm sure I'd be selling it on the website that I'm building.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Get your your own Uncle Philip Skellicaster whammy dick. That's right.
0: Jesus. Yeah. What a turd this guy is. Come on. He's metal though. He's more metal than me. Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, well. He's very metal. Yeah, he is. Hmm. Well, one of your all-time favorite uh, rockers, mm-hmm. Bon Jovi. Yeah. John Bon Jovi unveils previously unreleased family footage in Bon Jovi's story of love music video. As, yeah. As he admits, it's one of his most personal songs he's ever written.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you hear it?
1: No, I did not.
0: Oh, it's a bag of
1: shit. I'm sure it is.
0: Pull that up while, while, while I'll let you play it because I'm getting text after text that the
1: volume's too low on your well, end. So, something about, uh, some, you, you must have like some kind of a, um, uh, uh, a limiter on, on the video because it starts yeah. off good and then it start, it like pulls it down in the audio. Yeah.
0: It's, it's one of these things
1: over here that you set up. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. I think it's built into the software.
0: It might be. It could very well be the StreamYard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh,
0: well, whatever. I'll let you play this bag of shit. Because All right.
1: Um, bon Jovi frontman John Bon Jovi revisits meaningful memories made with his family and a never before release uh, footage shown in the new Bon Jovi music video for his single Story of Love. Okay. The Oscar-nominated songwriter, 58. This guy's a year older than me.
0: Well, he don't look that old. I mean, his hair is ghost white, but he doesn't look that old. No. He sounds it, but he doesn't
1: look it. <laughs> Confirmed it was one of the most personal songs he'd ever created as he shared words from the heart to show his appreciation for his loved ones. Right. Wonder if that includes Joe Biden wonder if it includes Richie Sambora wonder if that includes Bruce Springsteen the boss
0: whoa 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 let's get drunk together john yeah Go driving in the in the backwoods of jersey
1: <laughs> uh the track features on the uh, band's critically acclaimed critically acclaimed 15th <laughs> studio album from the last year aptly entitled 2020
0: there's nobody acclaiming that fucking it's, it's critically
1: acclaimed chris no, it isn't. It's critically acclaimed.
0: I listen to it because I always do with his fucking turd albums and it is awful. It's a solo record and it's not even a good solo record. I'm not even, I'm not even like everybody else that just wants to shit on anything Bon Jovi does, but this is, this is a bag of shit. I mean, it is horrible. This guy forgot how to write a good song.
1: Yeah. No. yeah. I mean, did, did he ever write a good song?
0: Well, maybe Richie wrote them. That's
1: that's kind of where I was going with that.
0: Could very well be, because he certainly hasn't done anything good without Richie. Nothing.
1: Uh, Speaking on a live chat with fans after the video premiered on YouTube on uh, Thursday, John spoke about the inspiration behind the song and said, this is surely one of my most personal. Mm -hmm. I set out uh, that day to write a song about my daughter. I mean, the drug addict at the college who almost died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that daughter <laughs> the one that OD'd
0: oh, we're supposed to have forgotten that by now
1: oh, I didn't forget.
0: Oh, apparently you didn't see that's because you hate Joe Biden and you hate America. I do white
1: supremacist. I am, but I realized they had already uh, written her. I got the girl in 20- 2002. Mm. So I expanded on that thought and wrote it about my family. It is very personal, and I hope you take the words to heart and think about you and your family as I think about mine. Then quizzed about the previously private family photo and home videos included in the new release, the award-winning rocker Mm, credited his younger sibling for sourcing them. Thank God. Thank God for him. Yeah. Hero. Yeah. Yeah. He continued, I have to give thanks to my brother, Matt, who went, who uses his last name as Bongiovi. <laughs> Doesn't want to be associated? What? <laughs> he actually uses the real spelling. That's right. Uh, who went to my parents' house and dug up most of what you will see in the video. Mm-hmm. This was the only idea I ever had for the video, no matter who I was talking to. I always knew I wanted this family footage to accompany the music. -hmm. Rock and roll hall. See again, whoever wrote this, it's the award-winning rocker, the the so-and-so nominated rocker, the the rock and roll hall of famer. Yeah.
0: Also known as John Bon Jovi. (laughs) Choking on his dick. Exactly. Jesus Christ. We get it.
1: Every every sentence that this writer writes about John Bon Jovi writes Mm -hmm. about award-winning and uh so and so nominated and you know critically acclaimed and
0: <laughs> John Bon Jovi who shits cotton candy and pisses Pepsi
1: exactly said in a statement
0: Jesus Christ we get it
1: yeah the rock and roll hall of famer tied the knot with his high school sweetheart Dorothea early in nineteen eighty nine
0: Yeah, well, he was done fucking about 9 billion other chicks from 1985 (laughs) until 1989. Right. And I'm sure he still does bang out some fucking, some fucking spandex wearing 50 year
1: olds on tour. (laughs) They originally met in 1980 while attending Sayerville War Memorial High School in New Jersey. As he said, Mm -hmm. she let me cheat off of her in history.
0: Yeah. And then off of her in fucking life when he was out banging whores left and right.
1: Right. The couple share four children, a daughter, Stephanie, 27, and sons, Jesse, 26, Jason, or Jacob, rather, 18. And they they named their kid Romeo. 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 Romeo Bon Jovi. (laughs) No ass beatings coming there. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh, Romeo, Romeo,
0: <laughs> Romeo surprise. There's not a song about him. Holy shit. Or uh, maybe there is. Cause I haven't, li- I haven't really paid attention to the last five albums. It could very well be,
1: uh, reflecting on his, his, his experience as a father, John said he enjoyed different phases for different reasons. Mm-hmm. He added the beginning was very special because there is nothing like your first time, the, the father of four said he hopes that the story of love will be relatable to other families and parents. Although I wrote the story of love about my family, he said, I hope when people listen to the song and watch the video, they will see themselves and their families.
0: Oh, thank you, John. Thank you for sharing this fucking sit around the fireplace moment. Thank you so much.
1: All right. Let's hear some of this. All right. I have not heard any of this, so. Wait till you hear this, Jewel. Let's give it a listen. This is very personal.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Harry Chapin.
0: (laughs) Well, let's hope it ends the way Harry did.
1: All right.
2: mothers love daughters like mothers love sons They've been writing our story before there
1: was one from the wow he had some some work done man yeah did you see the video i did see the video he looks oh, like- wow he, lo- he mm-hmm. looks like an asian yeah he's
0: he's definitely he's definitely been pulled a little too maybe that's why he can't sing anymore he can't
1: move his lips fully <laughs> his his eyes are his eyes are like an asian Yeah. And he's like this now. (laughs) Till you arrive, till you walk, till you run, there is nothing but pride. There is nothing. He's got the weirdest, the weirdest affect on his voice now. He sounds awful. Uh, It's, 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 he's just got the whole gravelly thing going on. It's really strange. Mm hmm. All right,
2: but love, they can offer advice that you don't want to hear was that cut like knife and still ring in your ear. You think of them ignorant. They
1: think of you, reckon. If you need evidence, who gave you confidence? to snap of the, you know, he's, you know, who he's sounding more and more like now. Who? Bob Dylan. Yeah. That's who he sounds like.
0: He sounds constipated, is what he sounds.
1: Well, he is a liberal. Yeah. <laughs> Finger, and you're not
2: a child, but you're still holding on as you walk down the aisle when they give you away to hear someone else say that someone will love you to so their dying day.
1: T- <laughs> it looks like Frankie Valley. Doesn't he he looks like Frankie Valli in the Sopranos. He, does. <laughs> he just sounds so bad. I know. What
0: happened to the voice? Neely. How can he
1: sound like this now? Neely's right. You will get AIDS. <laughs> I mean, that picture. He, he, he looks like he's dying of the hiv in that picture. He does. Now look at him and look at me. That guy's a year older than me. You both look the same. <laughs> Please. Holy cow.
2: die. <laughs> die. Fathers love daughters, like mothers love sons. They've been writing our story. Before there was one from the day you arrived. Till you walk, till you run. There is nothing but pride. There is nothing
0: but love. Ugh.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Can't take it.
0: Just, dude, what, I I mean, the guy, I, and I'm a fan of his ballads, so I really don't want to totally shit on him. I mean, I, I like songs like Always and Wanted Dead or Alive and, you know, um, I would die for you and shit like that. I mean, I, I'll admit I, you know, it's faggy as hell, but, um, I like the, I liked a lot of Bon Jovi stuff. This is garbage. And, and I just got a text from John. He's absolutely right. There's something going on with the fucking teeth too. There's definitely some, there's definitely some mouth floaties going on in, in his fucking oral cavity. Yeah. He definitely sounds like they're swimming around a little bit in his mouth.
1: So he's he's got a little uh Steve Perry going on.
0: He does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Awful. Stinks. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He's he's terrible. Oof. And what makes it even worse, and I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna email you right now this this accompanying video to this story that I had okay. actually because I actually had this as part of my um Part of my, my stuff tonight, he released this minute and a half video of the making of the video for this fucking shit bag song. Okay. and And you're going to love this in it. He says that due to COVID and remember that due to COVID. Yes. That's why he's the only member of Bon Jovi in the video. <laughs> Because apparently these guys couldn't get anybody else from the band to come out to this hotel somewhere to shoot this video. <laughs> who I don't who just texted me? Oh John Darlis just hit me up and said said he sounds like Adam Sandler. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's he does.
1: that's another that's another good comparison. Good call, Darlus. <laughs> yeah. Haven't heard from John in ages.
0: Oh dude, me and him text and and message a lot. <laughs> he is one of these nights we got to have him on the show. Yeah. To talk about he is like the most knowledgeable person I've ever encountered when it comes to the finances of television and sports and oh. how all of that works. We got to have him on one night just to talk talk about that stuff because he he fucking really understands the How, how like network deals all work and how, how you get fucked by ESPN. And he knows how much per year you spend. If you have ESPN on your cable and I mean, he's really, really in tune with that stuff. So yeah, at some point, some night we need to have him on just to talk shit about these fucking scumbags that are polluting our television with, with professional sports.
1: Yeah. Well, goes back to our, our friend down there and, um, down in Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. You no, know, there's a guy who's you know involved with the sports and television and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, he is. It's it's just interesting, but yeah, him and I, we we message back and forth fairly often.
1: Oh, Another great. one of your friends that I poached. Yeah, you did. And <laughs> yeah, John, John kind of was sort of like an intern for the CMS when I first started.
0: Yeah. Now Both he's my friend years
1: ago. Yeah. Now you don't even know who he is. No. It's been a long time time since I rock and rolled. Yep. All right. I got the video. All right. Here we go.
2: Kyle, welcome to the Biltmore Hotel called Gables, Florida. Uh, I'm here to shoot the video for the story of love.
1: Well, if COVID was a problem, who are all these people in the video yeah. with all the lighting and the cameras and all that shit?
0: I guess it's okay if they die, but not the rest of the band.
1: <laughs> you know, a, That's a bunch of nonsense.
0: I don't, well, John's not wearing a mask. Stop it.
1: Stop. It's very scary, Neil. You got to wear a mask. Well, apparently so. I mean, his hero, Joe Biden, is wearing two. <laughs> Maybe we should wear two each when we do the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'm looking at his uh, camera guy, and he he is wearing a mask. Thank God for safety. But John is not wearing a mask. White supremacist. Oh, there's a there's a guy watching the uh, the playback, standing right next to John, and he's got his he's got his chin mask on. Murderer! Yeah, look at them. They're standing side by side. Murderer!
2: <laughs> this COVID stuff is getting old because once again, I'm stuck doing a video while the guys are all home.
1: Um, What's up with that accent?
0: I'm stuck doing the video while the guys are all home.
1: He, he didn't talk like that before. No. He, he's almost got like a Southern twang or something. Now
0: he's trying to sound down home,
1: man. Apparently. So
0: yeah, he's America, man, (laughs) since Bruce couldn't do it without getting drunk. Now it's John, it's John's turn. Okay.
2: Missing them, missing seeing you guys. This song, as you know, was written for my family.
1: Um, but as I finished it, I realized it was about you and your family, too. <laughs> he realized that after it was done.
0: Shut up.
1: <laughs> it's about you and your family, too. After I was done writing it, I realized, hey, I had an epiphany. This isn't about just me. This is about Americana. Yeah.
0: This
1: Why is do I? Everyone. And why do I think the band wasn't invited
0: to this video shoot? I'm thinking that John Bon Jovi is Bon
1: Jovi these days. What do you think? I would, I would say the same. <laughs> it had nothing to do with COVID. COVID. Stop it.
0: The camera guys all got there, John. You got there. Why can't they get there? Well, you know, and I and I get it. It's expensive to fly these days, you know. And Bon Jovi, they've never made any money where they could each tr- charter a private plane to get there, right? Right. No. You know, nobody could afford that in the Bon Jovi camp. None. They sure haven't made any money over the years <laughs> looking for their next meal and all. Right. Jesus. Because of COVID, the band couldn't be here. Fuck off. <laughs> Just fuck off. How about the band records their video parts at home? Yeah. Like every other goddamn band on the planet, you egomaniac. Shut up.
1: guy with no mask at all giving john bon jovi a bro hug Oh murderer yeah he's got his capri pants on and his shoes with no socks Mm. (laughs) very gay (laughs) 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 maybe that's why he won't give john the covid because gays are immune
0: is that is that a rule now
1: they're a protected class
0: so if you wear capris you can't get get
1: COVID? No, uh, no, gays are a protected class, so that means the COVID can't uh mm-hmm. infiltrate them either.
0: Didn't realize that.
1: Yeah. If yeah. your
0: asshole is invaded by a cock, it can't get invaded by the COVID, apparently.
1: They're protected.
0: I see. Mm-hmm. I, see. I didn't realize that's how it worked. Thank It was
2: awesome. Great, great, great. great so, um, I hope you like it, and I hope I like it, and we'll find out when we watch it
0: together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope you like it, and I hope I like it.
0: Yeah, and we'll find out together. Yeah. Wow. Let's hold hands and sing that song together, shall we? Let's
1: sing Kumbaya together, shall we? Everybody, put your gloves on and let's hold hands. Yeah, but before that, let's let's bow our heads in prayer. Yeah, please.
0: But while I'm saying the prayer, I'm going to put on a visor so I don't breathe on anybody. <laughs> what a dick! Yeah.
1: I fucking can't stand this turd. <laughs> he gets more douchey all the time.
0: Every time, every the time old, he does. The older it, he
1: gets, the more douchey he is. And
0: I get it that he does some decent things every now and again. You know, he does the, um, you know, like that, that pay what you want food thing that he does. That's a cool thing, but you know, dude, stop talking (laughs) because you come off like a fucking turd. You do just, I hope I like it and I hope you like it and we'll find out together. Cause we're all together. One big happy family on the world stage.
1: Yeah, you and I, we're the same. Mm-hmm. I'm a multi-billion dollar rock star and, you know, you're not. Yeah, and you're a plumber. <laughs> but, but we're the same. We're the same. We're simpatico, we're paisans. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, he wouldn't let you in your house with a fucking mask on to fix his fucking shitter.
1: Nope.
0: Whatever, he's a dick. Hey, <laughs> Palon friend, you asshole. I haven't forgotten.
1: Right. So funny. <laughs> well, how far in are we on this segment here?
0: Um, what time is it? Uh we could take we could stop here if you want to, unless All you right. got unless you got like a 10-15
1: minute or well, I do. All right, let's do one more then. All right, another music related story. All right, cool. This seems, this seems to be a very hot trend with these aging uh musicians and okay. so forth. Right. Uh Stevie Nicks did it. Uh, Bob Dylan did it. Now the Beach Boys are doing it. The Beach Boys sold their rights to their intellectual property, which includes master recordings to the hit song Surfing USA and Good Vibrations. Wow. Uh, well, you guys, can't blame them for cashing out at this no, point. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. All these aging rockers, you know, they're 70 pushing 80 years old. It's like, how, how many years do I have left? I might as well yeah. you know cash out, enjoy, enjoy my fruits of my labors after 50, yeah. 60 years. Sure. And uh, you know, live yeah. live whatever life I have left with all my money.
0: Yeah, I don't blame the bands, but I really can't figure out
1: what this fucking company is gonna do with a bunch of old music. Well, it still has, it's, you know, the thing is, is they, if they u- ever use it in movies, if they ever use it in commercials, if they ever use it for, you know, streaming, you know, they, they make money on it.
0: Uh, okay. How much are the Beach Boys getting? You know, what are they
1: getting? $200 million? Well, let's let's see. All right. The Beach Boys have sold the rights to their intellectual property. The I get around hit makers have landed a deal with music mogul Irving Azoff's icon. That's the iconic artist group. Okay, it means the company owns their entire brand, including their master recordings, the rights to the band name, and a share of their publishing rights and memorabilia. Okay, so they get they get the whole shebang of bang. All right, uh, fans could see Beach Boys appear in different forms in the future thanks to technology such as VR and CGI. We're just
0: lineup that's if 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 Azov owns the band, he could just throw five other dudes that sound and sound like the Beach Boys and look like surfers together.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The firm CEO Oliver Oliveri uh Cheston, Chastain, it's Cheston, something like that. Okay. Told Rolling Stone. The Beach Boys, in a sense, are not just a band, they're a lifestyle. They're a consumer brand. And they've never really exploited that. That
0: so they're definitely going to replace the old guys.
1: Yeah. That includes VR, AR, 3D, CGI, natural language processing, etc. Mm. That to me is probably the most interesting aspect of what's going to transform our business in five years. I could send you a text and say, at 2 p.m., let's put out Oculus Rift glasses on. Let's see. Let's put our Oculus Rift glasses on and let's go see the Beach Boys record good vibrations at Western Recorders.
0: Now mm. well, first of all Oculus Rift will not be will not be the uh, glass of choice in 5 years. So stop
1: right. it. All right. Well that's what he knows now. Yeah. Uh it's not known mm-hmm. how much the rights were sold for. Mm. The Beach Boys are an American pop rock band formed in a garage in Hawthorne, California in 1961. The group's original lineup consisted of brothers Brian Dennis and Carl Wilson, their cousin Mike Love, and their friend Al Jardine. Their first hit song was 1963's Surfing USA, which created a California sound, then came I Get Around and Little Surfer Girl the same year. Okay. Um, their popularity dimmed in the seventies, but they stayed in the limelight by becoming an oldies touring band band members who have passed away, include Carl and Dennis Wilson. It comes as a number of artists have sold various percentages of their back catalog to popular firms, uh, hypnosis songs fund. Neil Young recently sold 50% of his catalog, which is said to be worth an estimated 150 million. Whew. The 75 year old legend, uh, music legend, linked a lucrative deal with Hypnosis following their recent acquisition of 100% of former Fleetwood Mac musician Lindsey Buckingham's entire music collection and producer Jimmy Levine's producer royalties. Okay. Neil's uh, music collection amounts to 1,180 songs. Wow. That's
0: a lot of songs.
1: Neil Young of, has 2,000 songs? Well, no. no said half a, of his collection? It? No, it's uh, 1,180. 1,200 songs. Okay.
0: But that's half, right? What does it say here? I thought it said half. Did you not say that? Half
1: of, yeah. Half of Neil's music collection amounts Ooh. to... Yeah. 1180 songs. So yeah. So he has
0: 2,500 songs. Uh, Apparently so. Well, then he should have a lot more than two good ones. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ.
1: (laughs) The firm's founder, uh, blah, 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 said in a deal that changes hypnosis forever. I bought my first Neil Young album uh, at age seven. Harvest was my companion. And I know every note, every word, every pause and silence intimately. Neil Young. Or at least his music has been my friend and, uh, constant since forever. Hypnosis ensures, uh, their client's music is heard across the radio TV and that they earn a tidy profit in royalties. So mm-hmm. there you are. It's so a,
0: that's an interesting one because the beach boys, I mean, they're ooh. all gotta be 80. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, think about it. They released their first song in 63.
0: Yeah. When they so, were twenty so, something, yeah.
1: So you know, Rolling Stones started what in sixty three, yeah, and the Who started around that sixty five, I think. Right. And yeah, Beat the Beatles sixty one. Yeah, exactly. So they're all like eighty. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, good on them for getting paid. I think they waited a little too long, to be honest. Well, yeah. maybe maybe
1: they'll, that, maybe that uh, offer just wasn't there before.
0: Yeah, could be. All I know is the surviving three will get really nice caskets. maybe they'll get kiss caskets yeah they might yeah wouldn't that be funny if the beach boys were buried in kiss caskets (laughs) don't the beach boys got to be buried on a beach somewhere you would think so i mean that that's that's the only thing
1: that makes sense
0: or or just
1: i I guess you could cremate them and spread them out on the beach like sand
0: just osama bin laden them take them out to sea dump them somewhere
1: That's that's the way to do it yeah that's what happened to dennis wilson there you go. Naturally though. Yeah, get the brothers back together. Exactly. <laughs> so there you are. Another right. another legacy act selling their 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 uh catalog and their merchandise for big cash.
0: All right, 10 years from now, how much are we going to hate all these companies for fucking prostituting this Oh, dude? well,
1: we're, of course, you know I mean, the the only one the only one that had a lot of integrity because they did sell one of their songs to mm-hmm. Cadillac was uh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah.
0: But they, dude, they will sell that. They will sell their shit eventually. At least Jimmy Page will. Cause Jimmy's had no problem taking checks to just keep re 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 remastering these fucking things. Mm-hmm. Jimmy will sell it eventually. They're, they're, they're going to throw a half a billion dollars at Jimmy and, and, and
1: who would blame him for taking it? Well, again, I mean, you, you can't take it with you, Yeah, you know, and I, I don't think he has any errors, does he? I don't know. No idea. I don't th- that, you know, I, again, I don't know that he has children that I'm aware of. None that he claims anyway. That's what I'm saying. That it's not like he had some kind of legitimate family with kids and the whole thing. No. You know? So yeah. Jimmy Page. I mean. Yeah, the, guy, the guy's the guy got a body of work that's, that goes back to the 50s.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't blame him for selling off his shit. Uh, Rock and
1: roll Cola says Paige has a daughter and a son. Oh, see, I, I wouldn't aware. Yeah, who cares? They don't have any talent, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah, they're not like Jason Bonham, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're the runts of the Zeppelin litter. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I will let you pick a tune.
0: All right. Um, how's about um, how about um, Thunder Road by Judas Priest?
1: All right. I think we could do that for you. Point of entry. All right. Pull up some old Judas Priest. Old school. Yeah. See here, Judas Priest. Here we are. All right, Judas Priest. Thunder Road, you said? Yes, sir. All right. Point of entry, you said? Yes, sir. All right. And there it is. Some Thunder Road. Perfect. That's a bonus track. Shh. It's a bonus track. Don't tell anybody we're playing it. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes. We'll come back. So here it is. It's Judas Priest exclusively here. On your classic metal show.
0: right, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS Podcast Network. That's right, cmspn.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there. You listen to the episodes there. And... Maybe you even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone, to whatever podcasting software you use, but do it from CMSPN.com. Once again, CMSPN.com, CMSPN.com, CMSPN.com. We'll see you next time, fucks.